Hello and welcome back to the Conversation Hat Podcast, the only show for geeks, artists and terrible people. I don't know if that's true, but I'm saying it anyway. In this episode, me and Ben answer the question, what do souls taste of? And we also have to pick an animal and make it sexy. We can't just pick an animal that is already sexy. We have to make a a new animal sexy. Um, if, If that sounds weird, then yeah, it is. All this and more on the Conversation App Podcast. The Conversation Hat Podcast. This is a weather warning for the podcast. It's raining. Well, actually, it's sunny right now. I don't ben, say it because you're, the rain will hear you again, and then I'll nearly drown on my way here. The pigeon has an umbrella. Um, it, yes, it has been crazy. I think we've had like three or four like super intense ten minute showers, torrential downpours. Actually, torrential downpours because there, there there is flooding. So today we've had like just a crap load of rain, not much time, and then just blissful sunshine in between. So we're in a blissful sunshine patch. For so now. we should be able to cram in one episode. Fingers um, crossed. I mean, we'll we'll see, won't we? Um, it might also be worth saying that, like, this is obviously the the order that we release these podcasts in is um, secret. Um, but this is the first podcast we are recording after Since having done stream. the live stream. Ben, is your sleeping pattern fucked? Um, my sleep pattern's weird anyway because I do shifts in a pub because bad life decisions. Hey. <laughs> um. And then I'm also, but I, because I do the shifts in the pub, which means yeah. that sometimes I won't go to bed until far too late. And some days I don't go to bed till far too late, even if I do have to be up yeah. early for things the next day. So it's not any more messed up than it normally is. Mm-hmm. However, it's taken me days to not be tired. Yes. Um, and yes, having naps and stuff just to try and recuperate. It was a lot. I thought I was fine um, until, because obviously immediately after the live stream, I think I, I tried to have a nap, wasn't really feeling it, did some housework, then I managed to have a nap, um, and then that night just didn't really fall asleep. And I thought, actually waking up the next day because then I had to go teach and stuff, I thought I was fine, but I think like my I my pattern was just sli- uh, slipping. So like gradually mm. throughout the course of this last week, um, I've been like struggling to go to go to sleep, and therefore like waking up much later. And then gradually got to the point where I was like I couldn't sleep one night. So I got up. I did like two hours of like actual work. Sure. And then went back to bed at about four or something. Um, and then didn't wake up until one the following afternoon. I was like, this is not good. Yeah, I'm, I'm in that uh, terrible funk, which I, I, I'll i try to get out of it, but how much yeah. effort I put in, whatever. We'll see. I will struggle to wake up in the morning. Yes. And I know that I should go to bed to counteract that at like, even like 10 or 11 one yeah. night instead of one, two yes. o'clock. Because if I just went to bed at 11 couple of nights in the road then it would i wouldn't wake up so sleeping it is hard especially if you are like working pub shifts that like you, your routine sort of needs to become 
a pub shift routine. Well, yeah, because but... you, you can't be like, okay, I finish work at quarter to 12, I'll get home at quarter past 12, immediately bed and sleep. That's not how it Because most people, works. if they, traditionally speaking, I suppose if they have like a day job, they'll come back and they'll do, they'll maybe chill out for an hour, so then do housework. And they'll cook be six and... hours before bed, basically. Yeah, um, which is not... If you're doing a you nine to five to, type thing, that's yeah. what I would imagine. You you need to decompress after work, or, or you got to work on your various side hustles. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to keep that Etsy store going. Etsy is a hungry, hungry girl. Um, yes, yeah, so fill her with creativity. <laughs> drop ship with her. Why not? My crack is crafts. Uh, my craft is crack. Oh. I've got an addiction. Oh no! To drugs. Um, yes. Do you, I mean you're you're moving to a different county soon? So are mm-hmm. you like? Do you think that's going to help or uh, in, hinder? In a week's time, a I week's will be time. all moved in. Uh, touch with ev- all the furniture and stuff, and everything will be there. And then you'll be back here for a party the next day. And then I'll be back <laughs> in this room the in next day. Room. Oh, yeah, I need to check the weather. Ooh. Um, do you have like a plan of what you're going to do when you get moved in? Um, I mean, basically, the the whole thing is because we've got a, a van and a couple of cars. Ooh. It's all just dump the stuff in the study <gasps> in the dining room. Convoy. Convoy. <laughs> I love a good convoy. Uh, obviously, beds go in bedrooms. Whoa. I know. Mm. Controversial. Uh, the big furniture gets put in the room that it needs to be in. Yes. And then we say, right, pub lunch. Pub lunch. And then... Everyone who's helped us move, we can buy a beer and, yes. uh, and something to eat for. Say thank you. They can all go back to where they live and then it'll be putting beds and sofas together and then over the next few days, unpacking bags. Yeah, fair. Uh, but yeah, catching up on sleep and real and not being stressed out I mean, about that'll... the imminent move, I think. Yes, that'll be nice. Like, I think doing... Quick, the, that that kind of quick burst of like physical work is going to help you get to sleep because you've just been knackered. So that might like kick you back into a routine. Mm. Um, funsies. Or yeah. I might still be staying up until one, two o'clock in the morning Who knows? and Who knows? whatever. <laughs> but yeah, then that that will be because I think the three major stresses was the live stream, yes, and moving, yes, and I'm going to Indonesia, <laughs> which doesn't sound like a stress. It is a big holiday, but yes, I'm. Flying around the world on my own. Yep. The only time I've ever flown on my own has been internal flights in the US. And that's basically right. getting the train. Yes, I think so. That's that's a very different yeah. thing. Different thing. Um, if you miss your pl- flight, it's maybe 50 quid and you get the next one. Yeah. If I miss a flight here... That's not a I'm holiday. stuck in Dubai, which <sighs> sounds like a nice thing until you realise that I have... I won't have my luggage because that yes. would have gone. Yes. And, uh, yeah. You know the locals call it doobie? Doobie. They will respond very positively if you do the same. I disagree. You don't have to agree. Okay. <laughs> um, neat. Uh, so that's cool. So I guess you'll have, like, um, yeah, two of the big stresses out of the way. Mm-hmm. And the third stress is something that, you know, technically speaking, should be fun. Yeah, I mean, Once I, you think, get there. I think it's the getting there. Yes, that's the thing I hate I about like, travel. Obviously, is the travel bit, obviously. I mean, the coming home, everyone sort of goes, oh, that's the that's the worst bit. But I think 
getting home, it will be a, right, I've done that chunk. And then I'm having an eight hour stopover in Dubai on the yeah. way back, which is cool because I'm getting put up in a hotel. Yes. Because I'm fancy. And you also know that once you get to the layover, objectively speaking, if you did have to walk home, it's easier to do it from the layover. I mean, I'm on the set. I'm on at least a landmass that's connected to France instead of an island. Fine. There'd yeah. be lit very little swimming until I get to Calais. <laughs> yeah, and then people have done it. Yeah, I'd rather not. No, but, sure. But once I'm there, I can be like, okay, I can wander around. I've been in a fancy hotel. Yeah. I can wander around uh, Dubai for a Doobie. few hours. Doobie. 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 Sorry, I can. I can uh, have a stroll around Doobie. Yes for a couple of hours and then like okay I'll go and sit near my yeah gate read my book have a drink and then get on the plane and sleep yeah 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 and then I'll be in Stansted and that is walkable yeah yes uh, it's it's all part of like I don't know about you but I tend to worry about getting to the airport most of all because once you're at the airport actually it's just a process you have to go through mm-hmm. and they say to get the 3 hours early you don't need to be but like if you have that three hours, you are just doing the things in the order that you're supposed to do them. Yeah. And you ba- you're basically just going through a meat grinder and you don't even really have to think. Um, no, it's just that it's not necessarily knowing how long the meat grinder section is going to take. Sure, yeah. Um, and then just making sure that you look at the telly screens and be like, oh, look, that's the country I'm flying to. That's matched up with a bit of paper that I've got in yeah. my hand here. This number I'll is that go number. to that one. Yes. And as long as you remember that Oh, it the gate closes in five it's not a five minute walk away. No. No. It no. is a good ten to fifteen, twenty minute walk from, Get there when it from, opens from wherever not, the, yeah. the weather spoons is. Don't yeah. go there. <laughs> but you know, that area yes. to the plane. Get the get to the gate when it opens, not when it's about to close. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that'll be fun. Uh, that'll be fun. That'll be cool. And, and then, then you will have done it, and then you can. Those are the brag big, about having done it. I think those are the big three things this year. Big three. Certainly the well, the move and the there and isn't the that much year left. Like we're more than <laughs> cramming halfway it through. In. I think we are. We are definitely yeah, more than there's, halfway there's through. There's been a lot going on. Um, uh, well, I, I said consider- I wanted a busy year of doing you stuff. You did say that. God. Mission accomplished, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm. Looking forward to sitting down. <laughs> You're sitting down now. Oh, oh cool. my God. Uh, let's, let's do the podcast thing. Here is a sombrero of truth, <gasps> but also lies. We are sponsored by Pigeons today, as you can hear outside. Uh, coup bloody coup. Pigeons. Ooh. What do you call a pigeon uprising? A coup. Coup d'etat. <laughs> Stupid. Can you ask the hat what souls taste of? We could ask the hat what souls taste of. I could tell you what souls taste of. Is it rubber? A slightly sweaty skin. I, don't think, I would think a... so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we can't communicate directly with the hat. The hat can. The hat asks us questions, and that's where it gets its power from. And if we displease it, it eats our soul. It's normal. It's normal. Deal with the devil type stuff. Um, we did spend that time in in 
hell and or purgatory a while ago. I think we was... are, technically speaking, are we warlocks? No, because we don't derive our power from another entity. We're just imprisoned to it. We're... We're familiars. We're batteries. We're batteries. Yeah, yeah those are the same thing. Um, so we, we don't really have a means to communicate with the hat, and I think if we found one, it would be a bad idea. So we can't ask the hat, no. Um, which was the question? Can you, question. can you ask the no, hat? Um, we we, we could, could, but we won't, because we, we wouldn't get an answer. I like doing this podcast, but I'm not going to risk my, my eternal soul mm-hmm. for it. Oh. Huh? That could, you could have a tasty soul. My tasty soul. Yes, that's true. My tasty eternal soul. My tasty eternal soul. I'm, I'm going to say, yeah, either rubber or... Um, or or leathery. Lick your foot. Can you lick your foot? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want me to? (laughs) I mean, I do now. Oh, okay. What did it taste of? Um. That's that's too long to be thinking about it. Kind of like off the sand. Can sand go off? Um, I mean, salt has a sell-by date on it. <laughs> um, Thousand-year-old Himalayan salt and... Oh, what what was that? It by next what Tuesday. was that place? Himalayan. Right. Yeah, it was meant to be Himalayan, but it was uh, it was genderfied. <clears throat> um, I would imagine the, the process of extracting a soul... From the the corporeal, let's say human body, I I would imagine that would give the soul a kind of um, charcoaly burn, kind of smoky flavor. That just that just makes sense to me. Do you think it would be like when hunters say that um, the 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 meat has been tainted by the stress of the animal? I didn't know that's a thing. That does. That sounds like the sort of thing a hunter would it, it, say. Apparent, it, it's also something that vegans say, but it um, releases the stress of the animal releases chemicals and it tastes the milk, tasting the milk meat. But then that's a funny thing. No, it's not, vegans. not vegans. Um, people who are like organic chicken and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, why do vegans care what meat tastes like? Surely no, it's, yeah, your sorry. whole thing is um, meat bad, not. So the organic. Uh, you need this because I mean, you should. The meat that you buy, you should make sure it's looked after while it's alive. But also it is expensive to buy better food, and it shouldn't be. But here we are. Capitalism. Um, uh, some, somewhere between... Uh, gamey barbecue smell. Gamey barbecue yes, taste. Yes, I think so. Um, I think it would be an acquired taste. Do you think, because human meat tastes like pig... Yes. It would be sort of like a barbecued wild boar sausage... Interesting. I feel like the soul might, in terms of like the, the a dish, I think you would have like a human meat sausage, and maybe the soul would be like um, would, would either be like like the the sauce or the dip, or like the vegetables that you don't really want. So like long stem smoky broccoli, like ugh, I don't like mashed swede. Mashed swede, yes, exactly. Um, anything like that. So like, well, with you know, you're supposed to eat the whole human. 
Um, and here's the human's hole. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, humans are basically just big meaty tubes. Yeah, just holes connected with holes. That was... I don't think he'll mind me saying this. Uh, I don't know how regularly he... I know he listens. When I got Sai a job at the place that I worked, mm-hmm. we had our staff meeting where, where Sai was introduced, and then someone in the meeting... Um, I was kind of like quietly whispering to him what like all these different things meant because like uh, teachers love a good acronym. Um, so this means this, this means this, this means this, whatever. Somewhere towards the end of the meeting, someone said something about um, there, there was a kid that didn't do what the kids were supposed to do and we, we thought it was because he was anxious or, or something, you know, fine. The sort of conversations teaching staff have. And then Sai, I guess, is feeling pretty confident at this point because he just says, obviously loud enough for the entire room to hear, I mean, humans are just anxious meat tubes, really, aren't we? And then the entire room just does like a slow head turn towards uh, me, actually, <laughs> for suggesting we hire this guy. Uh, ah! <laughs> Yep, it's, that is that is the kind of thing that he says. I mean, <laughs> love I you, Sai. It's not wrong. <laughs> it's <was> very funny. <laughs> very funny. Once I had a couple of weeks away from it, <laughs> we had just anxious meat tubes. Yeah, yeah. I eat something. Something comes out, and I panic about the and entire I'm, process. And I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have eaten that. It's going to come out wrong. <laughs> and then it comes out wrong. I'm like, thank God, I was right. I reckon souls probably taste of like, ooh, are they like dense and annoying, like whatever Americans think a biscuit is, or like you ever had stew and dumplings, and the dumpling yeah. is basically like is essentially an edible sponge, but you could also build a house from it. Yeah, yeah, it's That's one of them. Bit, mm, dumpling, souls. dumpling souls. Dumpling um, souls. So that's what we think souls taste like: either yeah, sticky dumplings or barbecue. Wild ball sausage. If the hot, if the hot, if the hat could say what it thinks, so or if the hat could tell us what souls taste of, I think it would probably say Moorish. It is a thirsty girl. Well, if the hat told you, then you know your ears might explode and bleed because it can't, you can't comprehend its the, this mighty is the power. Thing. This is the thing. If the hat does try to communicate with you, you, you do need to um, sear your ear holes shut with mm. a with like a um a searing hot poker lay down and try not to scream until it stops like when angels speak to you in the bible or supernatural one yes. of them's better than the other ooh but, but but which find out after this now if we had adverts that's where they would go put an advert in put an advert just one advert in in 200 episodes they had one advert advert mm-hmm. and it was from the butter commission <laughs> they're in league with the um the large man coalition <laughs> that's where they get their funding uh right let's do a heckin <sighs> come here you dirty girl i'll stop it i'll stop it oh jesus um pick an animal mm-hmm done make it sexy uh. oh well i mean my this is easy for me my first animal the first thing that came to my head was a pig and we've already got miss piggy <laughs> so as a society we have all agreed that muppets are real and professional entertainers yeah i think when the masked singer turned out one of them turned out to be kermit oh my god and everyone was like oh it's kermit 
everyone knows everyone's just accepted that the Muppets are but, in show business. But okay, I have so many questions. So the Go on. The ma- The Masked Singer where celebrities dress up in suits or whatever and sing. And then people have to guess who it the is. Conversation the conversation Yeah. Here's a sentence that's gonna give me an embolism to try and get out. When Kermit was masquerading as whatever character Kermit was masquerading as Mm -hmm. and singing, did it not just sound like Kermit singing? I've not seen it. Uh, I have only seen pictures. I've only seen stills. Um, But it was... So it was a snail, so it was an unmovable costume, and they took the lid off of the snail and out popped Kermit. And that that was the celebrity in the, in that week's masked singer. I think this is um, I think th- this is a turning point in the decline of Western civilization. It started when they murdered Julius Caesar, and it ended when Kermit was on the masked singer, and it's down from here. Uh, I don't <laughs> know. Was, I th- or is the apex of civilization? I think it's when we get to the when we go full Black Mirror, and we have like. A cartoon character in a position of power. Oh damn! Although yeah. to be honest, I think that Gonzo and Rizzo the Rat would probably make a better prime minister and assistant or president and vice president than the world has had. Yeah, we we do need not, a mu- not the not the best ones. We need but certainly mu- not the worst. We need a Muppet break. Yes, uh, but yeah, I, I, I would say if Miss Piggy were an actual celebrity. Uh, not corporeal, um, independent being. Yes, I think a lot more people would than would admit to it. Mistress Pigstress. If Miss Piggy was coming on, Miss Piggy coming on to you, I think a lot more people would go with it than uh, than 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 would admit. Than would admit. I mean, so Miss Piggy is a sexy pig. Yeah. Um, so that's how you take a pig and turn it sexy. But you haven't done that. I haven't done that, but mm. that's that. My my thought process went pig when you said animal, so I need to think of another animal. I mean, my brain went stockings on pigs. Pretty sure Miss Piggy. Yeah. Where's the stockings? Or um, if I assume like I assume that literally all women want is a man with money, so gainfully employ that pig. <laughs> <laughs> women are a simple man. Let's let's break this down. What. Do you find sexy? What would be your definition of sexy? A woman who is a international poker star that goes on to marry David Mitchell. Oh, that sounds. We already have one of them. So if you could train a caterpillar to do both of those things in that order, I think we'd be on to a winner. <laughs> would you say that, that, that? Are we taking like the caterpillar as Victoria Corrin, and then she becomes, <laughs> and then she turns into a butterfly, and Ooh. that's she's like Pokemon evolved. She's then Victorian Corrin Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean to be honest, there's something. Um... What's your favorite Egyptian hieroglyph? <sighs> flutter, flutter, um, flutter. I think there is something about like her being married to to one of my comedy heroes that does make her <laughs> very attractive. Um, yes, no, I think, yeah, you're right. Having the wings is where she, she marries David Mitchell. There is also uh, something to be said for Metamorphosis there because obviously her her family isn't great. Like, her brother is an absolute dickbag. I don't know anything about 
celebrities fan. Imagine, with you. imagine Lawrence Fox. Okay. Who? Uh, oh, you're you're really good. Wait, no, he was ba- the dude who made uh, Batman's gadgets. No. I don't know enough about Batman to know what that joke is. Lucius. Lucius. Lucius Fox. Good stuff. Okay, what's another version? Um, Who was the dickbag that wrote uh, Father Ted? Graham Linehan. Graham Linehan. Lawrence Fox is essentially a Graham Linehan character. Shame. And Victoria Coroner Mitchell for a brother has a Lawrence Fox, Graham Linehan type character. Double shame. Yes. So there's something to be said from like transforming out of your what I assume is bad blood. Um <laughs> Okay. <that's... laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was just thinking about caterpillar soup. Yeah. In the chrysalis caterpillars turn into soup, but their brains they the the they, they have memories of being a caterpillar basically. So their brain they are conscious soup <laughs> when they're in the chrysalis. I mean same. <laughs> when you're, it was yeah. that the nap after the live stream. Oh, you I, came I became a cocoon of conscious soup. My, um, my eyeballs were like fleshy croutons in the soup that was my body. <laughs> mm, gross. Um, what Are there any animals that you find yourself sexually attracted to without any, any alterations? Just by default? Um... <laughs> The, right, so no, my brain. If if we're going for what is the most sexy animal that's just as as is, uh, probably it's like a silverback gorilla in the sort of in the sort of like dad daddy sexy. I thought you were going to say the pygmy horse sloth or something. <laughs> the pygmy horse sloth. Yeah, there's three things Much you need to know. Than the greater horse horse sloth or the um. The, the the giant brood snail, <laughs> giant frigid bitch oh, snail. What's he got going on under that shell? Nothing, um, absolutely nothing. You take the glasses off of the frigid giant snail, let, uh, and it let the hair down, and it becomes oh. a a pygmy horse laugh or whatever, whatever <laughs> awful thing I said. Um. <laughs> the pygmy horse sloth is just like walking down. I'm, I'm literally buying books. Can you leave me alone? <laughs> and I'm very slow because I am a sloth, and I'm full of dicks. Now, what would you? What, what about? <laughs> what would you say for an animal that's already sexy? Um, how? Oh, how easy? You've seen um, Rings of Power. Yes. You know the slow motion horse riding bit that was weird with Galadriel on the beach. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That horse. <laughs> that they, horse could get they it. Seemed to find, they seemed to find the sexiest horse. I'm not saying that I wanted to, but that was a damn fine looking horse. So I'm just writing down. I think a gorilla would make me safe in the sort of um, dad bod sexy way. Yeah. Uh, but that horse was just like sublime. Sublime. Great. Great current reference. What What about you, Liam? Don't make me do this on my own. <laughs> no, but really, specifically, how would you fuck a horse? I don't know. Well, you don't have to... Things can be sexy and you don't have to fuck them. So there's loads Quite, of... More often than not, the sexy things you shouldn't fuck. <laughs> or you're not yes. allowed to... You should, there's, there's... You're not allowed to. Well, you know, there's got to be a build-up, is what I'm saying. 
Yes, you don't just want to spooge your goo you immediately. Just jump. Can't just jump. Something that I'm struggling to separate from my brain is is reality from fiction. And that's just true throughout my life. Mm-hmm. The way that some animals are portrayed in fiction and advertising is way more sexualized than those animals. The are. Cadbury's bunny? The Cadbury's bunny and Miriam Margoyles. It's not how you pronounce her name. Pro- whose name? Doesn't matter. <laughs> the fox in Robin Hood. That's a handsome boy. I mean, any most, of most any of, of the, the fox- animals yeah. in Robin Hood. That's a that's a horny that's a horny show. Uh, if you want to do it with a snake, why not do it with one that has elbows? It can prop itself up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I never, I didn't expect that to be so filthy. Otherwise, it's just lying there wriggling around. You want it to be like an active participant. At, at least this is wriggling. <laughs> at least it's wriggling. Yeah, it, it's tricky, isn't it? Because it's hard to separate like those fictionalized ideas of like horny foxes I mean foxes in the real world are very horny but they're not like shaggable no no I think penguins are lovely it's not really the question not no no we're talking about sexy uh, sexy I think basically you've got to hum- but basically uh, just like the, f- the people that do the, the furries mm. they all just seem to be no one's ever just drawn a dinosaur shagging another dinosaur atomically correct well, no. no one knows how they do it. Probably through cloacal kiss. But, you know, it's always... Oh, no. Can there's I pay always you, things with big boobs and Can I pay you £5 and... pound a week to never say cloacal kiss again? Yes. Cool. Starting now? <laughs> Absolutely fine. No, this week doesn't count. You've said it. Oh, in which case, cloacal kiss. I've got until Monday. You, you have your film cloacal between now kiss. and Sunday. Oh, fuck. No, I take how it back. How pigeons do it. I'll give you £20 right now to okay. stop. Yeah, I'll stop. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, it's always, they're always um, humanised. They've, they've always got, they always just look like sexy, like in World of Warcraft. Yeah. They're always just sexy ladies or sexy man, men versions with a dog's head and a tail. Yes, I think that's the the thing that I anthropomorphized. Anthropomorphized, very good. Um, word. Did you learn that from Terry Pratchett as well? I knew it before, Ooh. but an anthropomorphic personification. Yes. yes, Terry Pratchett. Something I don't think my life would be improved by knowing, but something I am curious about is whether the whole furry thing, and this may this may differ from furry to furry, is um, are fairies attracted to like. I don't think fairies are actually attracted to, like, animals. Right. I assume that's not the case. Presumably what they're attracted to is, like, this anthropomorphized uh, human version. Figure. Yes. Who do it like regular people do it. It's just that they have a tail and ears. I think much, right like, in, or- fairies. I think much like autism, everyone is a bit of a furry, but there's a spectrum. There's definitely a spectrum. There's some people who... Um, it might be more animals than not. There's people who like people with a tail, yes. and then there's people who like I don't know, put cat ears on or something. Mm. What or who fancy think who know that the Cadbury's bunny is hot? Yes, because that's just that's an amusing. I think there's truth. all different levels. There was an episode of The Simpsons where Marge is turned into a cat woman and seduces Homer, and that did some stuff to me as a kid. <laughs> Did it make you a man? It made me come. <laughs> if that's, if that's, I don't know if that's what you're asking, but that's what uh, happened. We need to stop oh this dear. podcast right now. 
I mean just permanently. The Conversation Hat Podcast. Uh, ben, I have five titles to choose wow. from. Wow. Is like this last 10 minutes has been really big for our community. Uh, coming in at number one, can sand go off? I think it can. Number two, Mistress Pigstress. Oh dear. Mm. Well, number three, the sexiest horse, dot, 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 a damn fine horse. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> but I also know that there's two more afterwards. Yep. I think that's great because it's <laughs> I'm like starting to worry. Sexiest horse. A dot dot dot. A damn fine horse. Because like editorially, that dot 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 means that you said a sexiest horse, you said some other stuff, and then I'm finishing the quote with a damn fine horse. The dot 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 means that other stuff was said in between. Whereas linguistically that would be the sexiest horse. Damn fine horse. Or almost like it's something you say at a dinner party, the table goes quiet, and then you give it a bit, you're like, a damn fine horse. You <laughs> yeah, just double down, double even down. though the I'm room not is... taking it back. I'm not, a fucking fuck sexy you, I'm, not, I'm not reading the room. How dare you? Uh, number four, Dad bought Sexy Gorilla. Oh. And number five, The Fairy Spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> fairy Spectrum. <laughs> the Fairy Spectrum. <laughs> And then subtitle, the sexiest horse, dot, 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 a damn fine horse. I think people are going to read this title and be like, you know what, I think I'm done with the conversation. I think we might uh, reach a whole new part of the community. I think we're going to expand our fan base. If this doesn't make us an awards winnings podcast. We're already an awards winnings podcast. We're an award winning podcast oh we're awards we need one more to become well well, you you were awards winnings films directors we we won we created an awards winnings films but we i i have created more than one awards winnings films uh, this podcast is an award-winning podcast, but it is not an awards-winnings okay, podcast. So we need to get the... You've got to pluralise every word is yeah. essentially the joke that we're doing there. We need an extra award. And to clue people in, that's what I insisted on. We When we went to the, the DAFTAs uh, screening in Brighton and we had like little drinky-poos after night, I insisted that everyone referred to the... The, our film as an awards winnings films. Yeah, because it wasn't because <laughs> it won award, two. It won two awards. <laughs> so it's an so awards, it awards winnings. <laughs> awards winnings films. Oh. Um, ben, where are you online? Uh, I'm on Instagram at Spike Pearson, P I E R S O N. As pictures, I'm starting to do food. I'm my Jesus. plan uh, for this year is I'm going to start writing down recipes and things. I oh, will take, smart! I'm yeah, going to yeah. take pictures. I'm going to just try making stuff. I made chicken. But, like, this one's less exciting. But for the first time in my life, I made chicken wings. Like, Ooh. prepared chicken wings with the sauce and cooked nice. and fried and all that stuff. Okay. Um, the the best one so far is the lasagna loaf, which is lasagna oh, yeah. in garlic bread. Yes. Genius. Absolutely genius. Um, your tummy's doing some my crazy My tummy's things. processing the coffee that I just drank. I may have to send you some ideas. Um, I might... Um, because my my approach to to food, if it's something I've made before, I tend not to bother with a recipe. I pretty much I can just sort of vibe it out. Mm-hmm. One of my favourite things to vibe out is um, when we do stir fry. Um, 
Laura made the mistake a couple of years ago of saying that she was starting to find stir fry boring. So it was like, right, we're going to fucking absolutely go ham on this chicken. Um, the result was an awful pig mess. Da, da, da. Um, go ham on yes, a chicken. Yes, Thank you. Yes. Um, one of the best things we found to do was uh, breadcrumbing chicken. Uh, what works actually really well in addition to breadcrumbs, if you want, so you, you do corn flour off the chicken, mm-hmm. um, then you do an egg wash and the corn flour helps the egg to stick, and then you, you uh, roll it around in uh, spices with breadcrumbs and um, smash the potato instant, flakes. Instant yes. mash potato. Yeah. Interesting, because I've seen some people do stuff with corn flakes. Cornflakes like is another one. They mash up cornflakes and then you get the extra I've, crispy stuff. I've done that. I haven't been able to get it so that the cornflakes properly adhere to the chicken. Something that I would say about this is another way of doing it for if you want crispy stuff. It's yeah. called, I believe it's called dredging when you dredging. dip it in the egg. Egg washes when you put it over like pastry and stuff, but yeah. I think it's dredging. If you put... So you do your corn flour, you do your egg, yeah. um, do your spices... Back into the egg, spice Back again. Egg. So basically what you're yeah. wanting is clumps yeah, yeah, yeah. of spices and stuff. And then you fry that off and you get uh, some extra crispy stuff. I mean, I do that if I have extra egg left. Yeah. <laughs> that's all. Uh, so that, that's really cool. I, I will check out some of what you do and I might I might Thank throw you. some ideas it's your mainly way. mainly because I get so angry at these fucking videos on the internet where people just douse stuff in cheese. And, but I'm going to put everything in one pot. Don't put it in a... Just, I'm not going to get it because it genuinely makes me angry. <laughs> yeah, I see that. I see that. I am at LT Guitarist and all the places I share music and stuff. Uh, you can also follow the podcast at Convoy Hat Podcast, all the usual places. Uh, we're not talking about Twitter anymore. They can go fuck themselves. Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Um, threads? Th- yes, thank you, threads. I forgot the word for threads. Definitely threads. Uh, you can't schedule stuff to threads, but boy, am I trying to remember that threads is there. <laughs> um, we made it through without it raining. Muzzle Tov. Awesome. Yeah. And that was uh, the Big Bloody Podcast. I'm going to press this button. Thanks for listening. Uh, hope, hope, I hope this was on headphones and you didn't freak out the office. Oh, and there's a Patreon. So send us money. Please. Bye. Bye. <laughs>